0: It's like football, baby. <laughs> What's happening, people? Welcome into the fantasy football smackdown. I'm your host, Kyle August. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Month8. Of course, you're checking out the waiver wire show here on this Tuesday. Appreciate you checking out the podcast wherever you're listening. Of course, be sure to tune back in on Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. The Fancy Football Smackdown Start Sit got you covered ahead of Thursday night. Of course, that releases as a podcast on Friday morning as well. And of course, waiver wire sniping every Saturday. Come on now. If you're not in on it, you got to be. Some of these players should already be stashed on your roster if you're checking out waiver wire sniping. So again, that's YouTube only. Been telling you people about it. So hopefully you're in on it already. Speaking of the YouTube channel, if you're watching over there, then you are already given a little bit of edge because all of these players, percentages, rankings are all going to be up on the screen here for you. A little easier to follow. So appreciate checking out the show there. But let's dive right into it. The waiver wire for week nine four teams on by this week the Lions, Seahawks, Bucks, and the football team, Washington football team on by. So just four teams on by this week. Another four teams on by in week 10 as well. So again, get that waiver wire sniping. Check that out. That way you've got that little extra edge. You'll be ahead of the game while all your league mates are just zeroed in on just their matchup this week, you're already be looking ahead, picking up those W's and moving on. All right. Top three ads, regardless of position, sub 50% ownership, as always here on the Fantasy football smackdown, we got Latavius Murray, 40% owned Uh, coming back off the bye week was pretty close to playing for the Ravens two weeks ago. I think it's going to be good to go. He's had four touchdowns on the season. I think he's the guy uh, as far as the running backs go in Baltimore. Number two, Boston Scott, 20% own and another Raven Rashad Bateman, 31% own. I like him a lot. Uh, Looked good in his first two games before heading into the bye week This rookie should produce down the stretch. So Latavius Murray, Boston Scott Rashad Bateman are my top three priorities this week. Honestly, I don't feel great as far as like, I'm not dumping my, all my fab on any of these guys, right? I'll put an honest bid in for these guys, try to add them to my roster. I don't think there's a slam dunk uh, play, but with that being said, obviously I'm recording this Monday night. So Keep an eye on the trade talks. If there's any guys move, maybe that's going to open the door up a little bit. Maybe change some of these things. You follow me on Twitter at Kyle month. I'll keep you updated with my takes on this. But for right now, it's Latavius, Boston, Scott, and Bateman. My top three ads, regardless of position. Quarterbacks. Unfortunately, we lost Jameis Winston. Torn ACL, done for the year. Taysom Hill is on my list currently at number three. I like him a lot. But the dude was knocked out with a concussion. Then the Saints went into a bye. And he still couldn't get cleared. So as of right now, he's not cleared. They have a great matchup against Atlanta. And Taysom Hill's been good when he's given the starting role. But keep an eye on it. If he gets cleared and he's good to go, he probably launches up. He's probably number one QB ad uh, for me, if not 1B, behind my current number one player is Tua. For a streamer in week nine, he gets the Houston Texans at home. He's 35% on. Had an okay game, not horrible against the Bills defense this last week. You know, you'd want to see him step up a little bit more. But that was a tough defensive matchup. The previous two games since his return, 60 total fantasy points, 22 and 28 against the Jags and the Falcons. So facing another bad defense this week, two at 35% on. Got to be at the top of the list for streamers. Number two currently on my list, pending what Taysom Hill status is, if you get more information, is Justin Fields. Got to love the rushing we saw last week, 22% owned Rushing equals fantasy production. Speaking of rushing, Taysom Hill, if he's the guy, if he's cleared, if he's good to go, uh, for the Saints this week, then I think he's an auto add. You gotta, you gotta take him. Even maybe even to block some of your league mates, to be honest with you, because I think this guy is going to put, be putting up fancy production uh, through the year. Once he's the starter, um, he had 21 fancy points per game on average in his four starts last year, that included the Denver game in which the Saints literally had to do nothing. They just showed up, took their W, went back home. Those are your three guys for sure. If you, if you, if you want to take the shot on Taysom Hill over. Two on field, totally get it. But for now, I'm conservatively putting him at number three for what I know as of right now. Those guys are far and away. There is a canyon between those three guys and number four and five on my list. Jimmy G against the Cardinals, 11% on. Tyrod Taylor against the Dolphins, 6% on. A lot of things going on there. Tyrod has to get cleared, be good, name to start all those things. Jimmy G playing the Cardinals. Leash could be short, but he's coming off a good fantasy day. So uh Jimmy G, number four. Tyrod Taylor, number five. Running backs, uh, sub-50. Latavius Murray talked about him already. I think he's going to be the guy down the stretch for the Ravens. Four TDs on the year. Boston Scott, two TDs just last week. And while the usage, when you look at the game log, was uh, was pretty spread out, Scott was the guy the Eagles were using for the majority of the game while it was competitive. Miles Sanders on IR is going to miss at least two more weeks. So Boston Scott's number two on this list. He's only 20% owned. No idea why he's still out there. Go at him. Even if you don't need the running back, go at him. You can never have enough. Number three on this list is Mark Ingram. Gets the Falcons this week, 37% on, six carries in his first game with the Saints. I think they're going to continue to work him in there. I think he's going to be a 10-12 to 12 tw- touch guy for the Saints as they will continue to lean on this run game. Number four on this list, yes, I know you've been waiting for it. Derrick Henry, he's out for the rest of the year, more than likely. Uh, now what do fantasy owners do? Maybe he's back for the NFL playoffs, but not going to be back to be fantasy relevant this year. There is no replacement for this man. There is no running back, even if you plucked him off another roster and put him in Tennessee, that could do what Derrick Henry does. The dude is one of a kind. Adrian Peterson signed to the practice squad, should be elevated to the active roster. He would be the guy that I'd take a flyer on. He's 5% owned right now. I honestly, you know, if he can put up 55% of the production that Derrick Henry did, that's probably pretty great. Um, still worth adding, still take a shot. But I let other people waste all their money on this guy, to be honest. Jerry McNichols is the other option. He's 8% owned. We've seen him. He's been on the team. Flashes here and there with some receptions. But I think AP will probably see most of the passing, the the rushing downs work, sorry, for the Tennessee Titans. They've given a lot uh, to Henry on the year, but I think that gets dialed back just a bit. I don't think this is just, oh, translate this over here at 80%. I don't think that's going to be the case. So, personally, I'm kind of dialing back that Titans ad. Number five on this list, Carlos Hyde. We saw James Robinson get nicked up. In that Jacksonville game did not return. Hyde would be the running back there for the Jags. Wide receivers. I mentioned Bateman earlier. He's 31% on. Coming off the bye. Led the team in targets. This first week tied for receiving yards the second week. Then they had headed into a bye. Get Minnesota this week. 31% on Bateman. Got to get him. Brandon Ayuk. Sophomore receiver. Trying to break out of these early season struggles. Had a season high seven targets. And season high receiving yards. And Debo CMA's a little bit nicked up. Iuke is 51% owned. I kind of cheated here, but he's guy go get him. Um, Hopefully he can turn it around here. Number three on this list, Hunter Renfro, his matchups over the next six weeks, I think are going to turn some pretty nice fantasy days, especially for teams that are looking for spot starters, dealing with injuries bye weeks, those things Renfro 41% own Giants, chiefs, Bengals, Cowboys, Washington football team, Kansas city. Again, plenty of matchups there against really good offenses, uh, and a couple of really bad defenses in the Giants and the and the, uh, and the Washington football team. So can't really go wrong with that. Three at NFC East matchups, two matchups against the Chiefs and one against the Bengals. Let's go. Roll in those Raiders. And I like Renfro as a spot start at 41% on. Coming back off the injury here shortly. Hopefully will be Michael Gallup. He's 44% on. Should be up just a bit. And Jamal Agnew, number five on this list, 2% on you're in deeper leagues, this is probably your one guy this week. Didn't really love too much of the other deep league ads. 12 targets this last week, 25 over his last three games. He's been out targeting everybody else in that receiving core for Jacksonville. So I think we got to take notice. Tight end streamers. You got two options here. I think there's truly a 1A, 1B. If you're looking for a touchdown, it's CJ Uzama. He didn't produce the touchdown last week, so he had a bad fancy date. He had four targets. That was actually his second most on the entire year. You know what you're getting with this guy. 47% own. We've seen a lot of touchdowns, but those when those dry up, you're left holding the bag. Number two on this list, and the guy that I would probably toward, lean towards if I want to play a little bit safer, is a dude that just saw 10 targets this last week for eight receptions. It's Dan Arnold. Your boy Dallas called him out on the Start Sit Show for the Fantasy Football Smackdown on Thursday night. You could have plugged him in last week. Don't fret. He's 5% owned. He's still out there and available. Go pick him up if you need a streamer. Number three on this list is the rookie, Pat Fryermuth. Uh, he is kind of a longer-term play. He had the touchdown this last week without Eric Ebron. 14 targets over his last two games, like the talent quite a bit. Kind of the one-week play, but I, I love him as a streamer this week, is Tyler Conklin. He has a great matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, Baltimore is coming off the bye. Conklin's only 25% owned. He had seven targets last week. He has five, Conklin has five or more targets in four of his last five games, and he gets a Baltimore Ravens defense that has given up 10 or more fantasy points to a tight end in five of their seven games on the season. Again, Baltimore giving up 10-plus fantasy points and half PPR to tight ends in five of seven games, and that includes six touchdowns on the year. I love Conklin this week. He's a great streamer. I'd probably, if I was just streaming, I'd play Conklin over Dan Arnold. But as far as for the long-term ads, that's why I have ranked this way. I love Conklin this week. Number five, just a stash, just a sneak. You have an extra roster spot. Roster Foster Moreau. I we didn't get to hear much about Darren Waller because of the bye week there. Obviously, he sat out the last game. Moreau was awesome. If Waller's out, Moreau's a top 12 tight end. So just stash him. He's only 1% owned. If you have the extra roster spot, you could probably sneak him through for a $0 bid. Just put him on the end of your bench. Just see what happens. Because if Waller's out, you're hitting the jackpot. Hopefully, Waller's back. Fingers crossed. We all want to see him. to the stud. But I'm just saying, Foss Moreau, super sneaky. Uh, 1% owned there. Last but not least, the DST has got three for you. Number one for me, far and away, is the Saints. Defense is playing good, gets Atlanta this week at home, 46%, 46% owned. So hard to grab these guys because of they're owned in almost half of leagues, but the Saints would be number one. No, but they played Tampa last week, so that's probably why they, you know, they were probably dropped in some leagues. But New Orleans Saints, number one. Number two, Miami Dolphins. They get the Houston Texans, gold match of smash. I know it's a horrible defense, 13% owned. You can play almost anybody against Houston Texans. And number three, this defense is playing a little bit better as of late, including for, especially for fantasy, really. Uh, it's the Carolina Panthers. They're at home against the Patriots. They're 43% owned. So Saints, Dolphins, Panthers, those are your streaming DSTs for week nine. All right. There you have it. Appreciate you checking out Waiver Wire, the Waiver Wire show here on the Fantasy Football SmackDown. 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday. Got you set with the start sits. Here on the SmackDown, and of course Saturday waiver wire sniping. There you go, quick, easy, under twelve minutes. Appreciate you checking out the show. Follow me on Twitter at Kyle Monday. Catch you boys on Thursday. See ya.